Uh, what does the bastard Gamers. son of a gamer <laughs> dropped in the middle of Austin, oh Texas, born with a uh, a son of a rabbi, and then, uh, born another... with a tail and severe <laughs> jaundice? Uh, uh, his name me. was Michael Luxembourg. <laughs> Uh yeah, uh I don't know the words to Hamilton songs. I'll just I'm gonna be honest with Damn. you. Matt. Damn, I was watching um I've watched it once. So I watched it too and, and and like I then because I I was kind of curious about some of the interviews about it, and so the YouTube algorithm now thinks I'm like a Hamilton stan. Um so I watched this one video of uh Lynn Manuel Miranda at like a White House event, and this was while Obama was uh still president. Um and Lynn hadn't done Hamilton yet, but he had, he'd done Into the Heights. So he was entertaining them. And he's like, yo, I got this new song I've been working on about the greatest gangsta uh, in American oh, history. The, the press dinner, yeah. Yeah, at the press dinner. And he's like, yeah, Alexander Hamilton. Uh, he does the song and people laughed at him. Like <laughs> people just openly laughed at him when he did it. And because I think it was because they culturally hadn't been told that it was good yet, but they instinctively just felt like they thought he was joking. Like they thought it was comedy. I mean, to be fair, that was kind of like a central bit of like the late Obama era was like, what if education, but rapping and it's like a joke. Right. So I think that but was like, it was just culturally coded in like a different way, you know? God, but it was just like before anyone knew that it was supposed to be good on the first take, everyone instinctively was like, oh, this is designed to to be a comedy. No one should take this seriously. And then <laughs> a couple of years later, uh, we're teaching that uh, in every Montessori school. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny. Hamilton's fun because it uh, it's one of those things where you could be like, this is a good version of the thing it is. The thing it is is kind of dumb. And also maybe we don't need to look to musical theater for our big ideas. Like it's good. <laughs> it's good musical theater. It's a good, it's a good musical. It does all the stuff musicals are supposed to do and does a good That's job a low at it. Bar, isn't it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> it, it's still true. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like people talk about it. Like it's like high literature and it's like, it's a fucking play, dude. It's a musical. No less. Not even, it's not even a play. It's a musical. <laughs> it's a play where uh, no one can uh, figure out how to write exposition. So they just have people sing their feelings. Like it's not- it, 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 it is wild that no one mentioned that no one talks in between uh, the songs like a musical does. Like, no, it's just song, song, song for two and a half hours. <laughs> Nonstop hitters, uh, dude. Which doesn't make sense. But the one thing I will say is like there are six songs in Hamilton that are so good that I, I, I don't care if like Lynn like rewrites history so that like George Washington's dog like stopped the Soviet Union or something like I, do, I don't care about the revisionist history if the music is, is good. Right. Totally. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, uh, it's it's just like. Let it's kind of it's kind of it's the Kanye theorem, right? If the music is good, the <laughs> politics can be bad. Yeah, Kanye well, it's just like, theorem. It's just a it's like the opposite of Tumblrism, right? It's like actually you don't have to look to everywhere to find politics stuff. Like, yeah, politics is in everything, but like everything doesn't need to really inform your opinion. You can sort of pick and choose and not like assume that Broadway shows are like the like future of you know narr- like discourse. 
Mm-hmm. Like, oh, or have a future at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that Broadway's uh, full of poisonous clouds. Well, <laughs> speaking of poisonous clouds, it's back with another Game Boys. Uh, we're all here. We got Lux, uh, me, and of course, uh, we have our guest, Frankie Griffin. Hello. No relation. No relation. Uh, welcome. Um, <laughs> oh, really? I thought people had the same first name and last name as each other. I mean, they had <laughs> yeah. to be related to the rules. Yeah, it's it's un- it's an unfortunate rule that we're breaking. Um, but uh, Frankie, how how are you doing? I'm doing uh, you know all right, as all right as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. No need to sugarcoat it for us. We're all doing <laughs> shitty. Yeah, um, that actually the way you answered that uh, speaks to like one of the things that's going to stand out to me the most ever about the COVID times when I like look back on this time, assuming we're alive and it's not like the wasteland. Um. Which is that whenever you ask someone how they're doing, there's like always like a two second pause, <laughs> you know, before they say good. You're like, how are you doing? They're like, good. Like, there's always a little beat of like, we all know no one's good. No one's great. But, yes. <laughs> I want to get to a point in society where we can respond with bad and not have to follow up. Yeah. We're like bad. Like, right. Because good is sort of like the non-answer to how you doing. And like eventually that's going to become bad. <laughs> yeah, we're just like when you say good, people don't follow up. But like when you say bad, you have to explain yourself. Yeah, and it's like yo, could I just say bad and move on? Yeah, it's gonna someone else say good, and everyone's like, oh, you gotta tell me more. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all break down. Like, how did you get to this yeah. new state? What is that like? <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I'm so excited about the future, you guys. It's gonna be so good. Um, but yeah, Frankie, we've obviously had you on because we're doing a big topic today. We already covered it on Chum room with a video that will be coming out soon but there's a new thing happening in gaming that we've all been obsessed with and that is the u.s army esports yeah salute salute indeed salute and salute (laughs) uh uh so there's a there's a lot going on with this story and we've all had um our individual interactions uh with the u.s army (laughs) esports team um potentially though we'd be more in the future um but first i wanted to break down for people who haven't heard uh, a little bit about this new thing i've got the i got the website up right here and i want to just describe a little bit uh this is from the u.s army esports official website The United States Army esports team is a competitive team of the U.S. Army. Its members are drawn from the regular Army and Army Reserves. The team will be part of the marketing and engagement brigade based at Fort Knox. They will operate much like the Golden Knights and the Army Marksmanship Unit to create awareness about the Army and the opportunities it provides. Um, So, yeah, on its face, it's pretty much boldly recruiting the youth. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's the new it's the new like you instead of sending like a recruiting sergeant to like a like a low-income high school it's just like sending a recruiting sergeant to like reddit to to your xbox yeah yeah exactly like yeah to just pop out (laughs) of your xbox like one of those little elves that make it work and just be like hey you look like someone who could kill a couple brown people try join the army (laughs) Um, And it's funny that it's come out sort of it's blossoming now, like many people are, because, you know, in this time of quarantine, you know, everyone is is gearing up with that new gaming PC. Everyone is building, building their YouTube clips and highlights. And um, yeah, it's it's just weird to now see like the serial killers getting on the action. (laughs) The serial killers. Um, but so, so I wanted to break down a few different aspects of this. Uh, Frankie, you talked that you um, you went on Twitch uh, impersonating uh, one of these people. Yes. 
Whoa. <laughs> well, I, well, so I, I didn't impersonate that. What, it, what I said was I was part of the U.S. Army Esports Reserve. Right. So uh, <laughs> so you can't be sued, right? Because you're not. Imp- can you be sued for impersonating a police officer online? Or can you get in trouble for that? Um, I don't know if stolen valor on the Internet is, is stolen valor is, illegal? Is, is illegal, but. But like I, I said, you know, I'm part of the U.S. Army Esports Reserve, which, which does which doesn't exist. So, yeah, I mean, if I if, if I started calling myself like U.S. General Banjo Kazooie, like would <laughs> uh, would I face legal action? Uh, Game Boy's uh, Army, please. Someone suss that out for us. I hope one of our fans is a lawyer. I, I, you know, <laughs> one of them is actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Also, I guess my mom. Yeah. Hey, we got we got uh, we we have. <laughs> you hit Barbara and be like, Barbara, we're in trouble, and she'll be like, I'm retired. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, we have yeah we have one we have one lawyer that's uh, 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 retired and one lawyer that's obsessed with malt beers and together <laughs> we will take on the entire government entire the largest army to ever exist in mankind. That's the Game uh, Boy's legal team. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my tiny mom and Alex kid. Um, but but for me, I guess this story sort of started to come on because the the social media manager that runs the U.S. Army <sighs> esports account was memeing. Ooh. They were they were posting hot hot take memes. They were using our gamer language, um, and she was posting oo-woos. Um Uwus meaning uh, the I guess the anime for being cute is that is that what that is? It's I mean it's, yeah. it's one of many many different ways to indicate you're, that you're cute. Yeah, uwu mm-hmm. is like the sound like a cute anime girl makes when she like sees a bunny. Right, and it's like it is super surreal to see like our our military so easily adopt. Uh, all of the language uh, that we use. Um, it's 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 kind of crazy to to think that like the the army is going to start being able to just talk like a like a fourteen year old um, pretty quickly. Well, I mean, there is a certain uh, like big picture psycho conspiracy thing that you can kind of paint here. Which is like we apparently like the government has like concerns about the youth doing an uprising. Right. Yeah. And, and like there's like documented evidence of this. Um, and one known counterinsurgency tactic is to like adopt the language of the insurgents and like <laughs> y- utilize that as like yes. a frame of like, I mean, you see this even with like cops, right? Like cops doing the Cupid shuffle or whatever. Like it's these are like real counterinsurgency things to like try to like create common ground to like lessen the degree of urgency within like a revolutionary movement or whatever. Um, Yeah. And so we're going to we're we're going to start to see like uh, we're going to start to see like a like a like a dude who who, like wearing a helmet with like crosses on it for how many fucking sniper kills he's got doing like the OK Boomer dance in like a gulag. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, totally. That's that's like the future we're headed towards is just like (laughs) doing doing like gulag poses in an actual gulag. Yeah, exactly. So. Or just like um, uh, just like a bunch Jesus. of uh, dudes with rifles and like uh, fucking uh, Call of Duty T-shirts doing like the high hopes be Buttigieg dance. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. this oh is boy. like this and is what do, we do. They ever love we get to Call see. of Duty? <laughs> 
which uh, is right. just yeah. bizarre. It's, this, it's, it, it's like the hashtagification um, of the military. And, you know, I think what was really mind blowing to me and what I talked to Frank about earlier with this was I can't believe they didn't do this sooner because yeah. it is so easy to to prey on these communities. I mean, <laughs> yeah. these, these communities are some of the most isolated um, types of people, um, people that often don't are gaming because you know i mean i remember gaming a lot when i was unemployed i'm gaming a lot now when i'm unemployed um and the army is a jobs program you know uh and and so there is like a lot of um malicious uh pull uh towards these communities that is incredibly effective i mean frankie if you'd like to share a little bit about your small stint at recruiting it was (laughs) successful wasn't it It, i mean what was wild was that no one understood that I was kidding. Yes. They all thought I was really in the esports reserve squad. And mm-hmm. I'm not even because you weren't good, good enough to be at, on the, the A team. <laughs> right. Right. But and also they're not that good, which is, which is the other like frustrating, like if, if we can leave aside the, the horror of trying to get children to go murder overseas, they're not even that mm-hmm. good at the games they're playing. The greatest crime is the skill gap. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Although now, um, I, the, I the, there's sort of an update on the uh, social media managers. She seems to have sort of been bullied off of Twitter. Yeah. Because she has not mm-hmm. tweeted in almost a week, and the uh, U.S. Army esports account has also not been tweeting. So. Yeah. Well, because she does stuff where she's just like. Um, She's yeah, she's just like Tifu is my, you know, is my senpai. And then it's like (laughs) all these like 12 year olds are are just like, uh, like I didn't even I don't know. It's it's just yeah, she should get bullied because she just is constantly saying like, I'm not a recruiter. I'm just in these forums talking to children like (laughs) I mean every like not every but so many of the esports army Twitter army esports Twitter exchanges follow the same pattern, which is like. (laughs) The esports Twitter, the army esports Twitter posts something that's like I saw one today where it's like an anime girl putting on like an army esports jacket and is oh, like yeah. is like ooh woo it's so comfortable and then the response is just like ooh woo how, won't you please help me kill uh, people in third world countries to help out America's one <laughs> percent and it's like that's always the interaction is like they post something cutesy and then a million people on Twitter do cutesy responses about the army doing war crimes yeah and that mm-hmm. happens every time. And, and so uh, it's like you can get banned just just for mentioning the term uh, war war crimes. Oh, can and have. <laughs> yep. Same. Um, right. Yeah. Like we're gonna we're gonna see we're we're gonna see like a neon Evangelion meme that encourages us to invade Venezuela. Like <laughs> yeah. like that is that is essentially where we're where we're it's getting like to get uh, the with all this stuff. Shinji, you're the only one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, and I guess pop culture has always been warped and used over the decades to to shift the culture but i think it's never it's never been able to pierce and and really uh i guess like market focus to the youth on a new level like this is a new doorway to the youth that's never existed before this this, this is like it's like if the army could go into your house and like go into your kid's bedroom without you knowing and like check them up Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and it's like absolutely it's like uh the army uses marvel movies to recruit obviously like they pay a bunch of money to marvel to right. like make the army seem cool mm-hmm. 
But that's Wait, a- what? Are are you saying that Captain Marvel is is not a good movie and is a movie about being cool and <laughs> dropping bombs on a country you don't know the name of? Um, well, I'll tell you, that's part of it. Um, <laughs> but like they they this is like such a farther step because like you said, Frank, it's like they they're just like in a discord chatting about maybe join the army. <laughs> Yeah. So it's not yeah. like it's not like watch a movie and be like, ooh, a cool plane. Maybe I should be a plane man. It's like mm-hmm. someone's like, you know what would be great for you? Just infantry work, bud. And, and they're doing like collabs and like with with like other esports teams and other streamers. So like they're just like trying to infect the whole streamosphere, I believe is the official term. Right. Because what's funny is, is that they don't because but what that's what's so great and brings me back to the skill gap is the, the, this team, this this U.S. Army esports team has zero clout because they suck at no. the game. The only thing that they do have is like money to like force actual streamers to engage with them and their content, uh, which is why Frankie showed me <laughs> that one of my uh, favorite YouTubers uh, has signed a deal with the U.S. Yeah, Army. Sorry. Uh, and and I mean, you know, I probably should have guessed a long time ago this YouTuber was bad because their username was Stone Mountain sixty four. Uh, Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Griffin also but, didn't didn't realize what that meant until I pointed it out. I just thought it I don't know what the name of that mountain is, and that actually makes me more woke. <laughs> I don't think that's truly the opposite of how woke in what that word means. You know, I, I my brain only has so many gigs. So if something if something is bad or um, right wing, sometimes I just I, I empty my trash. You know, I'm trying to keep my <laughs> CPU running at high speeds. I'm trying to take a load off, you know. So. So, yeah, I've unsubscribed from Stone Mountain 64. Um, and uh, yeah, but there there this is a community, especially the Call of Duty community, um, which is susceptible because it's like you 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 use these guns and you and you play with these guns and and you do you start to gain sort of a relationship with like a gun like oh i really like this gun that i've worked on and i've added attachments to it and i've made it a skin that's a cool color and stuff and then it's so easy for someone to be like hey that gun what if you could hold that gun in irl bro and people are like oh god i love holding stuff and then, yeah, yeah, exactly. And thusly is a, a nightmare born. <laughs> yeah. Pacifists just hate holding things. I mean, that's why I like to keep my, I like to keep my hands wide open, baby. <laughs> um, but I wanted to get into some of the, some of the streamers that, uh, that are a part of this esports team because you know none of these guys are are on the are on this quote unquote team because they're skilled but uh, the but because they're just I guess they're an active duty guys and and um, all their videos have like a hundred views on them uh, and they're not they're not that skilled um, but this first one I wanted to mention is probably the the number one streamer is this guy named Strotnia yeah, is piece that his of shit, name yeah. So Strotnium is uh, a green beret. Um, he uh, so which he's like a sniper. Um, I, I can't tell if he's active duty or retired at this point. I know he is, he's, he's he's still active. Is he still? Because I read a different article that said that he's been he'd been in the force. He'd been in there for like twelve years or something like that. On, well, on um, on like his like Twitch profile where where he says, uh, "Bro, don't even ask me about my like duties." <laughs> he, he explains <laughs> he's still active. 
Wait, he's not answering the call of duty? Uh, then who will? Uh, you know, he is a guy that clearly has... He's he's uh, he's like reverse jarhead. This guy's definitely sniped <laughs> some people, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because like he was he was a Green Beret and specifically a sniper in Special Forces and then a dog handler, which means he was training at dogs to like murder people. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Um, but yeah, like this is um, like I don't I, I don't know. Like uh, there, there's like a lot. There's a lot of other guys on the team that that seem more human but there's something yeah. specific about this guy that's just like this is just insane propaganda i mean he wears yeah. he wears the beret hat like <laughs> yeah. when he streams he wears his special murder hat on stream mm-hmm. and uh he recently had there's a viral clip of him playing where people were typing in war crimes uh, into the Twitch chat. And it's so funny to me that the army never thought this would happen. They're so, they're so green and they're such noobs to this, to this online community and how it works that it's like, yeah, like you guys didn't set mute words for any of this shit. Um, so they decided to mute like the Miley massacre, basically any, any army or war crime uh, they've tried to, to mute it. Um, so it's really up to us to, to find obscure war crimes that they that they're bad at finding and post those in there. Yeah, just dig them up. Dig them up. Let's talk to Rory. I feel like Rory has like a, a full archive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like you know they're having to moderate the the truth and histories uh, about their thing. Uh, and I and I wanted to pose the question: Do you guys think that this will be successful long term for them, or will the Twitch community reject it? Well, you know, um, I mean, they so like Vice put out an article about this um, like four days ago, and they haven't streamed since then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, so I th- the social media manager got sort of bullied off Twitter. Uh, people are paying attention, and they're kind of not streaming very much. So I, they're either going to take it offline and like retool, or maybe the experiment was a failure already. Or maybe it's just going to die on the vine. Like I think. I think a lot of people um, have, especially like younger folks, have like been inundated with enough sort of anti like institutional media stuff that like they can kind of see through. Like that's the thing, right? That's that's always been like the thing is that like institutions catch on to like the functions of younger people and like new technologies slower than individuals. So like they jump in with like some Twitch behavior that's like extremely like 2017 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of these 2020 kids are just like, uh, this is garbage. And then like <laughs> they get cued into like a little bit of what's going on in there and like how whiny they are about the war crime stuff and like how not good at the games they are and how like in many ways this is not really that good an opportunity for gaming if you want to make gaming your own thing. Um, and they're just like, hey, fuck you. And then like now here we are where they, like you said, the social media manager has been bullied off Twitter and like they haven't streamed in ages. Right, because Twitch is Zoomers. Like the majority yeah. of people who use Twitch are Zoomers, and Zoomers like are are a little bit, you know, they're a little smarter than that. You know, they're a little bit more informed. Like like they've watched like a TikTok that like explained the <laughs> the military industrial complex, and like that's all they needed. Like whereas opposed to like some of like the older millennials and younger boomers are more into Call of Duty, I think, and uh, yeah, that 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 generation, I guess, 
like the way Frankie was talking on mic with them, that generation far more susceptible than like Twitch audiences. So that will be interesting to see um, yeah. where, where this where that goes. I even talked to like one of the guys who was like, oh, hey, good for you. He, he was in the Canadian National Guard and was like, <laughs> was like oh, that's awesome. He, he was like follow for follow. <laughs> <laughs> I have I, I have started getting because I, I changed my Twitter uh my like Twitter dis display name to U.S. Army Esports Reservist. Uh, I've started to get military followers, dude. dude even even that's what's crazy is like even when I posted on a sh like my a stream with Frankie talking about it with the title U.S. Army in it, like we had like five or six new people hop in who were like super like they were like nice in a way where i was like are you guys army guys yeah. like just trying to suss out like if if we're talking shit or not because a few of them hopped yeah, in weird. and were like a few of them hopped in had questions and were overwhelmingly positive until they got to the question they asked us was what do you really think about the u.s army <laughs> and, and we, then <laughs> we we have not been beating around the bush <laughs> it was very clear what we really thought, but they they wanted to like confirm. Well, the second I went into like the foreign policy engagements over the last twenty years, I did not hear them in chat again, which makes me think <laughs> no. that they have some feelers around, being like, "What do people think about this?" I don't know. Yeah, part of the uh, part of the marketing brigade. But it did make me think, like, man, it would be so easy to just like crack five k followers right now and just be a full army brat all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, you know, but, is it? I'm sure they have bots. Is it wrong? Is that wrong to do? Well, I just don't think it's like, uh, like a, a good economics for you, um, <laughs> because like I said, I just don't think that's like. There's better grifts, I guess is what I'm saying. Like that's not like a sustainable grift in that way, like, because like it's already fucking eating, starting to eat shit. Like, if you're gonna do that, yeah, just like. True pretend to be a DSA guy who got turned off by how uh, inclusive it is <laughs> and then go write a New York Times column about how like you thought you could be a socialist but it turns out it's too hard because everyone like wants you to be nice and then like you'll make a million dollars like if you wanted to do a grip just do that like the army thing yeah. the army thing doesn't have like legs really because of like what you're saying like army recruitment focuses on teens but teens these days are like they're zoomers they're like way too critical of every fucking thing in the entire world for this like trick to work the way that it used to. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm just watching like a Twitch stream from this Stratium guy right now. And it's like, uh, he, he's just, he's the worst. I'm like, Oh, like this is why we like could never win any of these wars. Cause the guys suck. These, these guys have, <laughs> these guys are, they're Lux, we, we watched, uh, we, we went to, to their like shitty YouTube channel, which does like, it does not have enough views that, like they should be able to at least pay for some more views, but we, we were watching one that was, that was like, this is why you should join the esports team. And the highlights clip had, had like a dude like wasting C4 by like, and like hitting no one with his gun. Like that was their highlights uh, was him sucking ass. See, like that's, this is, this is, so this is the thing, right? At the beginning, when Griffin, when you were explaining this or at the beginning, you were talking about the marketing engagement brigade and you were talking, and you yes. were talking specifically about um, the Fort Knox HQ. Yeah, about um you but you were talking specifically about um what's a good way to put it? About like the different groups that are in that brigade or whatever. No one's fucking heard of any of those people. Like Golden Knights, the fuck is that? Like the fuck is that? Right? Yeah, like, just, when I hear just, Golden Knights, it just sounds like uh um, It's the Las yeah, Vegas hockey like team. <laughs> 
Oh, I just I thought I, to me it just reminded me of like a first draft uh, title, like like white supremacy group, like <laughs> like like a title that didn't get used but was on the whiteboard. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, but like, the point is like those all fucking just ate shit and died, and this is gonna eat shit and well, die too. They're a they're a parachute team founded in 1959. Well, I, I would I, <laughs> no I would one, I would you know it they exist, but only like. Those people are like those people make money by selling to like the people who already bought it. You know what I mean? Like, right? Like the paratroopers <laughs> yeah. show up and like paratroop They're at like, like the- a Texas State football game, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah." But like they're not yeah. convincing anyone to join the <laughs> army who wasn't already on board. Okay, that's interesting. So I have a big thought about this, which is like, um, I often <laughs> am, how big? Uh, it's going to be as they say, a big true. Well. Uh, <laughs> So I am always I'm unless someone is like literally like like uh like f- like finding a way online to like actually cause someone real harm like immediately IRL I usually want the people with the bad posts like like for instance JK Rowling is a perfect example I am Ugh. so happy that JK Rowling got to tweet that stuff so we know she's a piece of shit like I think the cockroaches should no. should be in the sunlight right like wouldn't it be worse if JK Rowling was a transphobe and no one ever knew and like uh you know like then she just got to keep on having a, a career that way. Like I want people with bad takes to out themselves, right? Like I don't think these people should be silent. And I feel the same way um, about like the the army in that I would much rather have the army publicly trying to do this than have them get shut down and just do it quietly and just be mm-hmm. on headset with all these fucking Call of Duty players, not advertising it, but every day just farming recruits that way, just doing it like undercover and not promoting what they're doing. Yeah, but the the thing is that like that I'm sure that's probably what they kind of wanted to do with this a little bit, but like that's always going to eat shit in the age of social media. Cause they're just going to recruit one wrong teen. Who's like going right. to like pop a recorder on, throw it on Twitter. I, uh, or, or like, I agree with like, you, but, but you have to say that one is much more insidious, right? Oh yeah, like, totally. Like, I'm just saying it's, it not, the sheets. it's like just not, it's just not sustainable, you know? Yeah. But, but, but you're right. It's more insidious. And it's probably what it probably was going on before this happened. Like I wouldn't be surprised if like, a certain amount of that becoming public knowledge within certain circles is what precipitated them just coming out and being like, this is our fucking deal now. Uh-huh. To mm. quote, you know, just to do a Hamilton musical moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like essentially what it seems. Which, yeah. The, cla- the which, classic, which the classic song, Hamilton song was, this is our fucking deal was now. Quiet Uptown, I think. Yeah. Uh, we did yeah. a declaration. Now we're independent. <laughs> That's our fucking deal. <laughs> It sucks that that had more rhythm than most of the raps. Um, you know, uh, I've sold ooh, some records. Um, Sick burn. It's huge burn on me. Uh, but yeah, it's like I would much. I mean, I think what's going to happen with this thing is that they are going to sh- because the social media manager and all this this war crime, this Twitch chat stuff. I think they are going to go, look, this isn't the right direction. Let's just create a larger force of people that are talking to kids just on accounts. You know, just they're just doing it, you know, and I think that is far more insidious and far. It's far harder for good gamers like us to like to like to like put that stuff out in the sunlight. Yeah, no. And 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 a troll. I mean, yeah, well, you know, I love to troll and prank. So, like, for me, this is great (laughs) for me. This is um, for me. This is Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but my ideal scenario with that, with this sort of this theory I'm presenting is I want them to have an esports team. And but I I want it to be a thing where 
they just go to every single tournament and get their asses kicked. I just want them to be humiliated online like daily. Like I want to see the complete impotence of the U.S. Army like on a digital scale. Like I want everyone (laughs) to have to like Clockwork Orange see that all the time. Just like them all showing up on stage, getting zero kills, getting absolutely crushed. I think that would do more to like for the anti-war movement than anything. Just seeing how bad these guys are at playing games like like anti-propaganda yeah because that because that's what you do it's like you want you want the charlie kirks you want the jordan petersons like you want you want (laughs) clips of them on stage getting owned right like you you want i would love it if like that propaganda against them the the like philosophical or the the like intellectual dark web formed an esports team and like took like took on the army that'd be pretty funny oh wait okay so which dark web because there's some dark webs where you can like you know uh buy a wayfair table with a kid inside it (laughs) the like intellectual dark web which is like jordan peterson yeah the intellectual dark web all all the all the guys who like go on rogan and rogan's like oh that's that's really interesting yeah i'm not going to challenge you on any part yeah yeah oh i've mentioned this before but uh to me joe rogan is just like he's like kirby where like he he like has no base power (laughs) but he like sucks in what's ever around him and becomes that thing so it's like when he has like kyle kalinske on like joe rogan is like a socialist all of a sudden uh but then like when he has fucking like you know jordan peterson on he's yeah he's just like yeah i guess like women shouldn't divorce their husbands i never thought about it like that the the greatest (laughs) explanation of what joe rogan is uh i've ever heard um kirby one is good thank you this one no this kirby, the kirby one's good silver medal but the gold medal will always be someone <laughs> described him as like a barbarian who lives on the borderland between like two magical kingdoms and like <laughs> every day like wizards come through his kingdom as like little cave place and they're like i need to sleep and he's like it's all in exchange for a story and then they tell him about like something and they tell him like something incredible and it's always the coolest thing he's ever heard of <laughs> And like that's, I forget who said that, but that's like the perfect Joe Rogan. Like that's what he is. <laughs> he barters with stories. Yeah, and yeah, just like every, every single story is the coolest thing he's ever heard because he doesn't know anything. I'm fucking crying. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't remember who said that to me, but that shit is, that's like, and that's, that is the whole thing, right? Is that like, and that's what a lot of the shit, even just like the esports, all this shit kind of is, is like trying to find the way to like, get in people's heads the way people get in Joe Rogan's head. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you can't just do that. <laughs> like, and there, there's mm-hmm. a reason army recruiting isn't as good as it's always been is because it always has to depend on desperate people because people don't think like people's yeah. problem with war. Isn't that like, we're not good enough at it. <laughs> it's, <Right>. it's <laughs> that like, it's a bad thing to do and we maybe shouldn't try but, to get better. <laughs> But I also would say that we are so bad at doing it. We are so incompetent and there are so many countries like like if we went to a war with Iran, they would kick our ass like they would just hand our asses to us like we couldn't even win in Iraq. And like that, it it was just like a mess. Like we're not good at what we do. Like we have a lot of money and power. But once we get there, like there's no plan and there's no exit strategy and there's just there's no moral reason to be there in the first place. Yeah, Um, we're good at sending robots, uh, not. Good at sending people, 
But if you put if you put those people on stage and have them humiliated by like a 14 year old, are people <laughs> going to have a positive view of the army's tactics and just like ability to command a situation? So. I don't think so. Um, and so uh, that's why I, I want this esports team to like be in the tournaments. I want it to be there uh, yeah. and I want it to just be the shittiest team you've ever seen. Yeah, there um, is a certain sort of like <laughs> it does sort of subvert the kind of like classic military trope of like a bunch of men together in the field got each other's backs and then you like watch right. them play the game they're like shooting each other in the butt and like yeah. stepping on landmines and you're <laughs> like, like I don't just want this, like, like, I don't want to be in a foxhole with like Stone Mountain 64 if he's just gonna like sit on the C4 and blow us all up like <laughs> Right. And like Warzone's the one game they should be really good at. Yes. Because it's small, it's small unit urban warfare tactics, right. which is all they do now. But when you watch them like waste their C4 and shoot a wall. Well, well to be fair, like, Frankie. Are you even good at arming? To be fair, Frankie, there it's not it's not like their experience because there's there's no civilians you can kill in Warzone. <laughs> that's true. So it it's is, wildly, it is hard to wildly commit different. war crimes in Warzone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why that's why I have patriotism for Warzone because it's my <laughs> it's my ideal definition of what a future war should be is is vo- is is like volunteer people going into an empty civilianless space and and just fighting over I guess uh, just superior, just skill and talent superiority. Right, like you kind of want the sort of like robot jocks. Yeah, like, kind of like robot jocks, or like the beginning of the movie Troy. Yes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you want a bunch of Brad Pitts to walk out and fight with swords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's ideal for me. Um, but yeah, so like the one thing I, I do really when, I, when we talk about the army and stuff, it's very easy to um, it's very easy to to shit on the army. But uh, the army also is it's this huge federal jobs program. And like what I was talking to Frankie yeah. before is like it's an amazing federal jobs jobs program that gives people the opportunities to go to college and and have all these things that a low income person uh, would never really dream of being able to do. I, I have one of my friends got, went to the Navy and, you know, he 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 got to go to uh, get a medical degree in college after that. Um, and that's a huge thing. So there are positives um, to a federal jobs program. The only problem with this one is it's like a jobs program that fucking murders people. Um, yeah. And like so like I've, I've been because I've been so obsessed with this, the, the horrors of the, the of the esports team. I've been like checking out like, OK, like what is the modern army like internet like so like i've been going to the like army subreddit i found these like special forces forums that are just openly public which is strange and you see people like talking other soldiers into joining special forces which is just like specialized murder because it's good for their career and it's like more money and you can retire at 37 Uh so like there's the, the soldiers even put like economic pressure on each other to join the worst parts because that's how you get the most money. Yeah. I mean, that's, that makes, I mean, it's gross and extremely distressing. Um, yeah. but it does ring true to me, particularly because like one, one fact about army recruitment is that like, uh, I mean, this is a simple story of my life. The public high school I would have gone to if I hadn't gotten my scholarship, like fancy boy art high school. Um, had army recruiters there fucking every day. Uh, yeah, we, that's what, uh, and you, yeah, like and you I, never I, saw a single one <laughs> within like a thousand feet of Georgetown day school. Oh, I, I, I went to a semi rural high school. Like it was like a farm town. that was becoming a suburb. Like while I was growing right. up and we, we had a major like JROTC, 
So there were there were re- recruiters there and like around the district. And we even like shut down the school for a, a, a day or like two days to, to do the ASVAB test. Whoa. Which, <laughs> yeah, which is the Army's standardized test to determine which like jobs you're qualified for or if you're too smart to be Army. Oh, my God. So, I, yeah. So like for, for me, uh, like there, there there is this. There's this Ender's gamification uh, of everything <laughs> where, you know, it's it's not that unlikely that we are heading closer and closer to the end of that book where the video game the entire time was actually controlling real lives that killed people and caused lives and death. Um, and we see that a lot with like these new fucking Boston Dynamics robots, too. Oh, like geez. all that shit is just so dark. Um, but... I think the one unique part um, about gaming or, or one way we can use gaming against them is just simply by just being better at it than them. Just 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 owning just them. O- yeah. Just owning them at gaming. It's like, you know, I, I, I just think that just crushing their spirits with that is is one of the only ways to go about it. And I guess back to what I was saying with like the jobs program thing is there are some other people on the esports team that I did want to bring up. Um, me and Frankie looked into some more videos and there are some videos from people who are like not fucking green beret snipers, yeah. but they're like when they're interviewed, like there's this one guy who seemed like a, he seemed like your average weird gamer who just happened to oh, be. Yeah. yeah. And, and like he mentioned like, Oh, why were the reasons that you joined the army in the esports team? And, you know, he was like, you know, for money and, and for just opportunities <laughs> yeah. outside. And, and it's so clear that, you know, like, he, you know, he wanted to go to college and have opportunities and then was like the second this this esports team opened up, he's like, I'd much rather be playing fucking yep, yes, video please. games than fucking, you know, on a ship somewhere or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so so like I do feel and have a, a modicum of of respect and understanding for um, certain people on on these teams, and I guess this the situation. But not for in, fucking Strotnium. No, not for Strotnium. No, Strotnium is banned from. The dude's a fucking Str- moto jackass. Strotnium is banned is banned from our Discord. <laughs> preemptively, when he tries to come find <laughs> us. Preemptively banned. Uh, strontium is not welcome in the tune. <laughs> rule number one: no strontium. Rule number two: no rules. <laughs> um Um, but yeah i think that uh i I, on another level i do love the idea that the army is going to waste a lot of money on this yeah everyone on the team has extremely nice gamer chairs those are not cheap Mm -hmm. yeah no i mean there's they are pumping in money from what i've seen i mean so i haven't done my involvement with this mostly has just been like pranking um because that's my (laughs) main approach to life um but uh i've done a little bit of reading and like watch a couple of streams looked at a couple of things and it really is like it's one of those things it's a i don't know if if you ever played a, a sport like a, like a hockey or lacrosse or football or something where like there's a lot of gear involved um you've <laughs> surely met the kid who's like mom and dad are really wealthy and bought them like the best gear but they <laughs> suck at the sport um yep. that's like the army esports team <laughs> Is like 100%. all their shit looks <laughs> yes. tight as hell. Like all their shit is like, I would give me like, give me that rig. I'll put it in the sunroom and I'll <laughs> chill and I will game unto eternity. Um, yes. But it's like, uh, then they play and it's like, they're literally like not that much better than me at first person shooters, which is like among the more humiliating things you could say about a person playing video games. <laughs> like it's, right. it's, it's the same. It's that mismatch and that discontinuity. And I think that honestly, that discontinuity is another reason why it turns so many people off aside from like, it's gross. Is just like 
they're they like they're I mean, this is the weirdest thing since I take so much umbrage at the term fake gamer, but like they're fake gamers, right? Like they're they have all <laughs> yeah. the, no, well, they have all the no, gear, they, they but are. they're not like it's they're stealing valor. Right, like are, yeah. one of them is yes. one they of them are. is very good at uh, Eve Online. Being good at Eve okay. Online is like just like being a day trader. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, they're they're really good at they're, yeah they're really good at arming insurgents in on Eve Online. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they sell weapons like nobody. Yeah. Else. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like one of like three ways you can be good at that game. It's like that or like uh, selling coins to stock markets or like crashing spaceships. <laughs> Well, the most fucked up thing in Warzone right now is they're doing microtransactions so you can get American flag merch in Warzone. Really? Like, yeah, it's like the tracer pack where you can like shoot red, white, and blue bullets, and that is th- that's uh, dark the, as fuck. The height of irony. Yeah. It's, yeah. Wow. I, mm, it's <laughs> like at a certain point, right? Like, like the curtain has to come back, and everyone has to be like, "Twenty twenty, what a good bit, right?" Um, like it's never, it's like, it has to, like, it's, everything's too dumb. And I like, yeah, you're right. My main thing in life is like enjoying how dumb everything is. But even I am like past my (laughs) level of tolerance for this shit. You're right. 2020 is sort of a license to be dumb. You're sort of like, everything is forgiven because once 2021 hits, you, you just are like, yeah, like everyone posted absolute cringe everyone ev- everyone did everyone did something everyone burned a bridge they shouldn't have uh you know like we're, yeah. we're all gonna be picking up the pieces and it's sort of like a it's sort of like 2020 you have immunity to to go off yeah i mean it's i think that it really is that that is part of like the world right now is like i mean we've talked about this a bunch that like i think it's infuriating that everyone feels entitled to a platform but because everyone feels entitled to a platform Every platform is full of the dumbest bullshit in the universe. Um, and so, like, I don't know. I Yeah, that <laughs> I find I think um, people just like everyone thought everyone was dumb. But we're today we're just we're proving it globally. Yeah. And so that's why, like, it's that's why I have like this weird reaction to the esports team where it's like I want to be like shocked and repulsed. But really, I'm like shrug. That's gross. Like it's it feels so natural in the ecosystem that exists. But of course, the army is posting like uwu, like furry link, like furry talk role play shit on Twitter. And like people are lining up to watch them play Call of Duty badly. Like that that doesn't that it, it feels very wrong how not wrong that feels to me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah. I think we're gonna I think just for logical extension here, I think we're two months away from the army having an OnlyFans. Yeah, uh, totally. And and just the complete just collapse of like any type of outsider uh thing it's just they will all be subsumed uh by the by the great industrial complex but at the same time sometimes the more they do it the more embarrassing and potentially the more people they'll distance away from them um so i i don't know i think it's a mixed bag and i think that people who are doing this are, are doing it for mixed reasons so the the one thing that we do know is good gamers should troll their discord, yes. their Twitch and everything about them and post war crimes. That that is the call to action. That's the simple thing, you know, to do that is right. Yeah. No, it's not always it's it's hard. You don't always live a life of like black and white in, in 2020. But right now, this is a pretty easy one. 
very easy to do. Yeah, this is like it's there. There is no like ambiguity. You should definitely troll the U.S. Army esports if team for no other reason than <laughs> wherever you if can. For no other reason than you can be like, uh, I got to troll. I got to troll the army. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I I I destroyed a green beret in Warsaw. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. being able to say that you trolled the army is great. To 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 no scope headshot, uh, like some sniper, some actual sniper would be incredible. Uh, so, <laughs> but like uh, you know, moving moving on as we sort of uh, amble towards uh, the the end of this episode. Uh, oh. Uh, you know, uh, it's a big day for me, guys. Uh, I got a PC. I've Hell I've yeah. switched a full on, a full on PC. I welcome got to the club. Full blown PC Lux. Holy moly! And, and I guess that means that Lux really doesn't follow my Twitter feed because <laughs> I do. You're like one of the only people I read, but I just don't, I'm not. I haven't been on Twitter too much lately. Uh, I got yeah, mad at dude. Twitter after I made that post about my family getting killed in the Holocaust, and that guy was like. Oh, really? And I was like, okay, I don't want to be on Twitter anymore. That is a huge bummer. It is probably mentally healthy. Oh, oh really? Because my dad was there and he said it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he? I have an uncle. I have an uncle who works at Volkswagen and he said. <laughs> yeah, I, I, what, what happened was I said my family tree ends at my grandparents because there's no records of people older than my grandparents in, uh, in, in the, the history because of the Holocaust that happened. Um, and this guy was like, that's not really how family trees work. And I was like, (laughs) okay, bud, I don't need to deal with this. And then just stopped being on Twitter for the past couple of days. Yeah. That's, that's probably healthy. Yeah, I haven't had a reaction like that in a while, but that sucked. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, so, but tell me about your PC. Tell me about your specs. Wow. Uh, well, you know, it's I've been streaming a lot, as you know, yes. TV slash Tomb Room. Uh, we have a new time and we have some new stuff coming on the horizon. You'll hear an announcement, maybe next episode about all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I had like done the whole fucking boot camping my uh, my my Mac into into a PC and been running it off a small drive on the PC. And I was just kind of reaching my limit with how far that was going to go. Um, and so, you know, the popular thing that everyone tells you to do, like when you say you're looking in the market for a PC is everyone says, build, build, you got to build it. You got to build your own. And I was like, mm, I'm kind of 50, 50 on that. I'm not great with my hands and doing small little things. Uh, but then the quarantine kind of solved my issue because, or made, or, or made my decision <laughs> for me because it's pretty much impossible to build a PC, uh, right now, uh, because every <laughs> Everyone is doing it. Most of the parts are sold out or yeah. marked up way high. Um, yeah. So it actually allowed me to not have to build a PC and just buy a pre-built one. Um, so I am rocking an NZXT build. Yeah, the one that Ninja uses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's traditionally like these kind of pre-builds are like traps for people who are like, oh, like I want the computer that Ninja has or whatever. Um, but in the during the quarantine, these uh, these pre builds are actually about market price value, uh, and so I have this incredibly dumb, amazing see through computer with lights on inside of it that I'm looking at right now. <laughs> oh uh, it is a pretty sick uh, LED fan you've got. It's there. great. I'm fucking loving it. Uh, well, that's good, man. I'm glad. I'm glad that you've had this breakthrough. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it's good. And I just want to say that I think that now the more that I'm getting into this PC stuff, it's like, God, like the Macs have been such a fucking ripoff. Like they are such a yes. they're such a ripoff. Like the, the amount of that I spent for the part to, to get this thing, it's like I would have spent like double it's or insane. triple on a, on, a, on, a, on an Apple computer for you know, and like Apple hates their customers and thinks they're stupid. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like PC respects me and for my PC accepts me <laughs> for the stupid person I am. Yeah, I like um, I like my Mac. But the thing about my Mac is that the only reason I keep buying Macs is that so much of my shit is backed up through like Mac stuff. Right. That to switch would just be <laughs> such a fucking hassle. Uh, you're stuck in the I, I ecosystem. That, but also, I, I'm free now, man. I'm 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 like, I'm totally free. Uh, I I played World of Warcraft for the first time uh, in like a, at like 150 frames per second, as opposed to like 40. Um, and it it's like holy shit! Like I was addicted to the game before that. Like now it's just like it's just it's just like upgrading. Okay, like, so this is a heroin. great segue to my follow up question, which was: Are you sure this is like good for you? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not sure that anything that I do has a positive aspect on my life. Uh, uh, you know, me, I'd say many doctors and mental health professionals would say streaming <laughs> is the, the exact opposite of what you should do. Um, but I guess, but like my thing is, we're all entertainers on on such on some level, sure. okay. and and live entertainment is uh, dead until there's a vaccine. So, like, it is healthy to enable creative output in the only way that's possible right now right yeah absolutely streaming and podcasting no i mean that's Mm -hmm. totally fair i mean like over over at pwr we're trying to figure out what to do about having no audience shows and i'll tell you it's difficult to figure out Um, here's yeah yeah here's my pitch for that which i was just thinking a lot about is um create a discord where people can laugh (laughs) um having having even a little bit of laughter in the background of your this is my idea it's like what what if we start yeah what if we start doing a stream where it's like hey everyone load in and like you can like you can laugh and and cry and scream like during the set like like we want to we want to hear that i mean that's not i've been having my guests keep 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 their mics open like yeah before they come in and just having like a little bit of like giggle or like a sarcastic boot, having some kind of live reaction yeah. just helps the show. And now what if you, so ex- and then what if you extended that and, and got people to really use a platform like discord? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to start having my audience sign up for the choom room discord? <laughs> yes, I want, I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to grift right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, try, I'm, trying get, I'm trying to get all drafting. 25 of your Twitch viewers. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay. Uh, it sounds like wrapping up. There's one thing I want to share because we're talking about the tackiness of like American video game stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, I found an I found an, an interview about uh, originally uh, like displaying Pokemon, like the original port of Pokemon to the U.S. Um, and I just couldn't find a good place to share it in this podcast. But I feel like now is the times are almost done. And it's incredible. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to read you all this quote, and then you guys will hopefully find this as stunning as I did. At the time, it was widely believed that American kids would never want to play games with a lot of text. So we thought Pokemon only had about a 10% chance of success outside Japan. 
The first time uh, we showed off some Pokemon in the U.S., we were told they were too cute. The staff in America submitted their ideas for replacement designs, but we just couldn't believe the kind of stuff they were proposing. They turned Pikachu <laughs> into something like a giant tiger with huge breasts. It looked like a character from the musical <laughs> Cats. When I, when I asked, how was it supposed to be Pikachu? They said, well, look, there's its tail right there. Seriously, that was the kind of stuff being proposed. Um, and that, to me, feels so <laughs> true. <laughs> That they took Pikachu yeah. to America, and America was like, "Gotta throw some titties on that guy, make it a tiger." Tits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Incredible, yeah, amazing. Yeah, that, that, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's like, um, oh, we want, uh, we want Haunter to be packing. We want him to, <laughs> we want him to. Have- well, and also, which is sort of ironic and forward thinking, given how much Pokemon Rule Rule Thirty Four content there is now. Yeah, I'm- where where like Pikachu has tits, Haunter is packing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. That's true, but I also think that that's just part of the same DNA, and I also think that's also part of the same DNA that so. gives us the U.S. Army esports team. Like, I, yeah. I think it's all like there is this weird like America loves fucking big masculine weird shit in this way that like fucking ruins everything, and it's ruining Twitch. I mean, not that Twitch wasn't already ruined. Twitch kind of came pre-ruined by virtue of what it is, but like. I mean, uh, ruined as soon as they banned the the duck. <laughs> yeah, they banned think, the big duck for a. Uh, Reasons that I, I guess are uh, in un- unknown still. I guess I know we speculated uh, about them. But I, I have, I have, uh, you know, I have some insider information that I will not no share. Uh, <laughs> insider information. I had a dream, yeah. and I can't talk about. It. I signed an NDA. Uh-huh. Um, I talked um, talk to my therapist and we got to a really uh, smart theory. Um, my show, we, yeah, we've been using my therapy sessions for that. Uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah. In terms of this boobification that you mentioned, I, I, I do think that is like the one thing that a lot of people mention Japan as like, oh, I want to visit Japan because it's the exact opposite culture of us. And it's like well. some of that may be true. But the one thing that like we are very simpatico on is like just giant tits like like that's just the one thing that's like oh we are very similar cultures there's a yeah there's a whole anime where they turned all of the factions in world war ii into oh into chicks with huge yeah, tits into yeah. high school girls with big old boobies oh right that's a good, i'm just that's trying to imagine show. like uh i'm trying to imagine like a french ubisoft developer like they'd be like no <laughs> why like <laughs> we we yeah we have sex when we're like 16 in like an orgy we we know what we know what boobs are we don't think it's crazy to see them <laughs> i mean the thing with american japan is that America's like America's thing is like we like big boobs and we don't want it to be a secret. We want everyone to know that we love them and that they're out there. And the Japan approach is like, what if huge boobs, but they're secret? And they mm-hmm. only come out like <laughs> when the wind blows too hard and your cape flies off. Right. Um, yeah. But it is still, you know, two roads to the same tavern or whatever, if we're talking in D&D language for some reason. <laughs> right. Wait, what? It's, you know, two paths to the same place, whether it's just boot. Oh, two, two roads. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That was a, a fr- <laughs> I heard a rose. I was like, two, two roses? And like, I, that was, I want to go to this I mean, tavern. Was, yeah, it was t- a made up phrase that just didn't do what it was supposed to. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, he meant rose emoji Twitter. Yeah. Two, uh, two rose emojis <laughs> going to the same tavern. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, that was the U.S. Army esports. Uh, my last, my last bit of oh. advice is for um, the U.S. Army to buy out all the GameStops and convert them into gulags. <laughs> 
Um, we want to thank Frankie Griffin. Yeah, uh, thanks for, for coming on. For, for coming on. Uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, check out uh, my uh, twitch.tv slash Choom Room episode with Frankie. It's coming up on YouTube yes. soon. We break down you a lot of the stuff. Awful highlight clips we found. We found some awful highlights of people. The highlights they clip they, they clipped are them not even hitting a target. <laughs> Just shooting at space, shooting at air, shooting at walls, missing targets. Uh, it's incredible stuff. Uh, Frankie, do you have anything that you would like to, to bump, promote, boost, yes. signal. Uh, I'm doing my um, my talk show where I, I'm a wizard and all the guests are magical every week. Uh, it's called Wizworld Live. Follow us on Twitter. I'm converting my Twitch channel to be Wizworld Live probably after or like right before this drops. And I'm going to do more Hell gaming yes. streams and more and more recruiting for the U.S. Army Esports <laughs> Reserve. <laughs> Nice, hell yeah! It's, oh. gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna suck when like you go to jail for that for some dumbass reason. <laughs> but imagine how much press I'll get. Your yeah. your gaming's Chelsea Manning. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's cut this out before I offend um, someone. Okay, um, <laughs> check out Trim Room. Uh, I have a, a, a new special thing to plug, which is that I did a video for Film House mm-hmm. over at Rooster Teeth about uh, Vin Diesel. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> And why he fucking awesome. rules, and that's going to be nice. coming out, I think, on th- on next weekend, uh, the, the weekend after this drops. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm really. In, it's crazy to me that someone paid me a bunch of money to talk about Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rooster Teeth didn't hire me because I was too confident in the interview. Griffin often comes off as too confident. It's a big problem. <laughs> I, I, I should have been like, ooh, ooh hi. <laughs> ooh, whoa, whoa, what's this? Um, that's the way you talk about boners. Um, okay, so uh, before we leave, we should just make sure everyone knows that uh, check, check out producer and editor Haley Clement on Instagram and YouTube at Eat Every Sound, which is some dope food-themed ASMR. And I believe that's it for us this week. Right, Griffin? Bye-bye, guys. Later. Bye-bye. Thanks again, Frankie.